funky. So let's get right into it, people. Ladies and gentlemen, like, let, uh, welcome, y'all. Let's get right into this score, these scores. The Titans beat the Texans 42-36. to We got the Ravens beating the Eagles 30-28. to We got the Falcons winning against the Vikings 40-23. The, the Vikings lost, and the Falcons actually won a game, and they kept the lead. Hopefully that curse is over. <laughs> the Steelers beat the Browns 38-7. The Bengals lose against the Colts 31-27. We got the Lions winning against the the Jags 34-16. We got the Bears winning against the Panthers 23-16. We got the Giants beating the Washington football team 20-19. We got the Broncos winning against the we got not the Broncos. Yeah, we got the Broncos beating the Patriots 18 and 12. We got the Jets losing against the Dolphins 24 to 0. We got the Buccaneers winning against the Packers 38 to 10. We got the 49ers winning against the Rams 30 24 to 16. We got the Chiefs beating the Bills 26 to 17. We got the Cowboys beating well, Cowboys didn't beat. They got beat by the Cardinals. They got beat really, really bad. <laughs> the they got beat by the Cardinals, thirty-eight to ten. And uh, y'all, let's let's just get right into it. The NFC East is by far the worst division of all time. Like we just, I'm just gonna put that out there like that. And they're the worst division. I mean, it, it's nothing to say about it. It's nothing that we can say. Oh well, they just going through right now, and this isn't that. No, they are the worst division of all time. I mean. The worst. I mean, it's, it, it makes it in no sense that yards, yard, it's literally a coin toss every year. It should be one year where it's like, okay, it's a dominant team. They had a perfect team and they are better. Like, cause usually, you know, like for every division, you like, for example, the NFC North, you kind of know who will win it. The Packers probably. The Packers going to probably, it's the Bears and Vikings going to probably give a, a strong contender. They're going to be a good, strong contender for, to win the NFC North, but ultimately you know, okay, the Packers are gonna win that division because they got the better quarterback. It, it's with the NFC East, it still doesn't. It's up in the air. They got quarterbacks that just they have quarterback problems. I will say this: they have really bad quarterback problems. The Dak, since Dak is out with the Cowboys, the Cowboys don't have no quarterback right now. The Washington Football Team they switched between Alex Smith. I mean, that's a good story because he came back from the injury. So I mean, good good luck to him. But you got Alex Smith and then the rookie. Then you got, um, well, what you got? You got the Cowboys. You got the Redskins. I'm a, not Redskins. See, I'm so messed up right now about, I just saw that score. It's just making my brain all messed up. But you got the uh, Washington football team. They lost. I mean, then you got the Giants. They're sucky. And, and actually, I actually, I'm a big fan of, uh, uh, well, I'll say Chandler Jones. What's his name? Daniel Jones, that's what his name is. But yeah, I'm I'm a really big fan of actually Daniel Jones. Daniel, I feel like he's gonna be a star, but I ultimately think that it just they're they're in the terrible they're in a terrible division, like a terrible division, and all of them are, and it's terrible, and it's just it doesn't make any sense for me. It doesn't make sense for the love of God. It, for me, it's like why, like what did you see in 
<laughs> Andy Dalton that you say, okay, this is a great backup. No, he's not. He, I mean, you might say, oh, it's only one game. It's only one game. I'm sorry. You can see a lot of things in one game. You can see a lot of – you can see if the series is on – if basketball, you can see that. You, you can tell just because you – oh, he's the number one, he's number eight, so he might win or the AC might win. No, usually in basketball, when you see this, especially the first game, you can kind of already know what's going to happen. You don't have to be in there that long to say, okay, well, that's this – this might be. This might go long, or this might go. Short. You don't have to be in there long. We we saw. I saw. I when I saw this game, I was like, yeah, they losing. Just on the simple fact that I love Kyler Murray and I'm I'm loving what he's doing in Arizona, and but but at the same time, it's just it, it's just ridiculous. And then actually, quick fact about <laughs> Kyler Murray, he's actually seven and zero in AT and T Stadium, which is even weirder than his own. He's three and zero. Well, he's got three and all, but he's one. He's a three-time champion, and uh, in high school, he's a Big Twelve champion in college, and he won today. So, I mean, won yesterday. So it's even weirder on his own to say, yeah, like you're you pretty much own like AT and T Stadium, which is that is rare quarterbacks that can do that and can say that. But now it's getting to this age now where home for advantage is not even like. Especially within this quarantine and them not having a lot of fans, it really like home for the Bandits kind of dissipates. So it really doesn't matter to have home for the Bandits at this point because it's like, well, you don't have all your fans, so you ain't never gonna get that fan experience, or you never gonna get that crowd experience of saying, especially with the, like the teams like the Seahawks and the Packers and the Steelers, what they got these crazy fans where you barely can hear in the crowd, and then Aaron Rodgers can use a hard count against you. It's 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 not going to make sense now with, like, having a number one seed. That's why I said it's for me, whoever, especially what they got the, uh, the new format for the uh, – and I don't know if you people don't know about the new format now. The new format is basically, like, they're going to add extra uh, extra team into the into the wild card. So, basically, what happens is everybody, the number from one through eight is going to add – you're going to add two, I think, two more wild card games into it. And then on top of that, it's one through eight. Then on top of the one through eight, they're gonna have instead of being the one and two for both the A and the C and the AFC being having home for the advantage, I mean, or having home for the advantage the whole playoffs or partially through the playoffs, only the number one seed is gonna have home for the advantage. So if he's the number one seed, both number one seeds for the NFC and the AFC is gonna have home for the advantage during the whole playoffs instead of just having it just be the number two seeds. It's my you might. Be confused of what I'm saying, but just look it up. The NFC playoff schedule or how it's going to be set up. It's really weird. And it actually, I think it's interesting. It's really fun because now it adds more, especially if when we get the fans back, it's going to add more suspense. It's going to add more of like, okay, yeah, I really got to play good or I got to really play and get the number one seed. So I think the new format with the schedule is going to be really good. Like really, really good with the playoffs. And like I said, with the Cowboys, I'm, let's speak on it. I'm just going to speak on it right now. I'm not a big fan of Jerry Jones. I never was. I, even in, even when I was, I didn't, I wasn't a Cowboys fan at all. I'm a, I'm a, a do or die uh, Packers fan. I'm a Packers fan to the day I die. And whatever. And that's, that's, that's my bias. But for me, I'm just saying on a simple fact, that just me being a, a person and me being a fan of football, what did you see? What what would you, did you did not see in Dak that you saw in Andy Dalton? Because that's pretty much what you did to him. You a slap in the face to say, 
oh, yeah, I'm not going to sign you. But who you got out there that you want to sign, though? That's the thing with me, with Jerry Jones. And we probably won't see it in the draft and see what who they got who they going to draft. Most likely, like a Trevor Lawrence or something like that. But, uh, but I'll tell you, he probably going to be off the market by then. But, um... I guess for me, it's just like, what do, you, what are you looking at? Like, they must be looking at the draft. I, they gotta be looking at the draft and saying like, but for me, it's like, what are you like? What can you get out of him? And it's for me, it's not even, it's not even like I think Dak's fault. Dak can only do what he can do. It's the defense. The defense sucks. I mean, the, when a defense gives up thirty something points a game, it. What do you expect him to do when the defense every time they get on the ball? Every time they get get to go on the field, they let the other team score, and then Dak gotta come in, and they down by forty five, and Dak gotta come in in the third and fourth quarter and take over the game, and get five hundred yards with five TDs. You're like, oh well, he did a good game, yeah, but he had he, he didn't have to have a five hundred yard game. Sometimes them five hundred yard yard games, five hundred yard games are really pointless when you lose. When you, when you lose, it don't matter if you have. 800 yards and 10 TDs. If you lose the game, they're going to be looking at you like, okay, well, you had all them. You had, That was a nice stat, but you lost. I mean, because at the end of the day, when a book, when they write it out in a book of history, then they're going to say you won the game. They're going to say you lost. Even though you had 10 TDs and 800 yards, it's not, it's not going to really matter. So, for me, I don't get what the Cowboys are doing right now. I mean, it's just me. And, I, again, I say it on Twitter. Like I said on Twitter, Colin Kaepernick, he's he's on the market. You can sign him. I don't know what what they're y'all looking at or y'all seeing in Danny Dalton because he's probably gonna get himself injured. Because I just I'm I'm feeling it right now. He's gonna get himself injured, and it, it's it's whatever. I just that's just me right now. But we're gonna get to some other scores. The Falcons and the Vikings. Now, man, that was actually really weird because the Falcons actually won a game, and I felt like they they had a team to build and a team to win a game. I just think. Them getting rid of Dan Quinn was the right decision, and you see what happened. They went and they started to win a couple games, and I just think when you lose after a certain time, or when you you lose out of your heart when you after like a game like that they did in the Super Bowl where they lost that lead, and I think after that lead that they lost, I think Dan Quinn could never recover from it, and I think he never did recover from it. So I think it just almost seems like the Patriots took his soul, and it's just he been soulless. This entire time, and nobody have noticed. But yeah, I just think that, that for me, that's why I just be like, man, I feel bad for Dan Quinn because it's like he deserves. It. He, of course, he don't get a second chance somewhere else. But at the same time, it's like, well, you did do terrible. I mean, and and at the same time, for me, it's like, well, what, what are you? What, what were you? What what took so long for the Falcons to realize? Okay, this is not the quarter. This is not the coach. For us, we need to get a new coach. Like, what took too long? What took so long, man? Like, I took too long. Like, <laughs> what took so long? I'm not bad grammar, bad grammar today. But um, for me, yeah, like it's just I don't. It don't make sense to me that like I'm and I me not making sense on these words right now is how much it doesn't make sense. The why the reason why they haven't stopped speaking of make not making sense. It it though like my words and I'm not making sense right now and I'm. Fumbling over my words, it's not making sense why the Jets haven't fired uh, Adam Gase. I mean, what are y'all waiting for? I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, y'all waiting for a full moon or something or New Year's Eve? I don't know what you're waiting for because he sucks. I mean, it's probably gonna come out. 
in a couple days from now where he's going to get fired. But, I mean, what are you waiting for? I mean, y'all just waiting for the end of the season or because I feel like that's a disappointment. That's a because you can tell they're going in the wrong. They just going in like a, a cleanup direction. I think they don't want Sam Darnold. Because you can tell by the way they kind of like just fumbled in the season. And you can tell why they plan a season that they don't want to win. They don't want to win. They just trying to lose and try to get another quarterback, which is stupid. Because it's like, how, like, you just drafted a whole quarterback like three years ago with Sam Darnold. I think three or two years ago with Sam Darnold. And then now you, okay, say, so you don't like, you don't believe in Sam Darnold. So instead of just saying, okay, I don't believe in you or trade him, which I think they're going to do probably anyways. They're gonna like, oh well, we don't need you to trade him and then put in a rookie quarterback and let him get beat up for a, for a year for almost a half a year, and then then when you finally want you gonna finally get Trevor Lawrence. I not really, I'm not, and it might, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I didn't, I don't believe in Trevor Lawrence, and that's college football. And you might say, well, you don't watch it like that. Actually, I do. So get out my get out my business. But I'm I'm playing though. But um. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I'm just not. I saw him play, and it's like, well, well you playing bad teams, so of course you're going to be undefeated every year. You play, you play Appalachian State, Appalachian, I don't know how to say that word, but I'm just going to say another team. Like You play Boise State every game, of course you're going to win. And then you play, of course, you play good teams every so often, like Georgia or Auburn or whatever. These good organization-type teams. But overall, you know you're the better team because you got the most talent. And football, I think football, especially college football, at that, when usually when you have good talent, you usually win a lot of times. Like it's almost like high school, Alabama, Clemson, those kind of schools are like them schools where you see in like when you in high school when you know okay, yeah, they're gonna beat us. Like they gonna they gonna beat us pretty bad. But we we let's just play and get hard. Like I, I be wondering like when you go out to play Alabama, you be like. Right, is you gonna win? Like or like, and it's of course you have sometimes you have upsets, but for the most part, it's gonna it's, it's you you know kind of know okay Alabama gonna win this game, but it's like when you play teams like Appalachian State or something like that or Boise State or you play these weak teams, of course you expect to win. So I just I'm not like I said that's what I'm feeling right now where I'm feeling like they're gonna probably try to draft like Trevor Lawrence, but I'm not I'm not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I'm just not. You might say, who, uh, who are you a big fan of? I don't know right now, but I know I'm not a big fan of him. And you might say, oh, why are you always hating, Marquise? Why are you always hating? I'm not hating. I'm just telling the truth. If you want to – because that's the same way with some of these other quarterbacks. They was winning quarterbacks in in college, and then when they got to the NFL, it was just like they just fumbled. Like they, just, they just fumbled and barred all over the NFL. Like, for me, it's like it's like that with – uh, what's his name? Johnny Manziel. That result was great, magical in uh in uh football in in uh college. And then when he got to the NFL, he just he just farted all over the NFL. Like he just passed gas all over the NFL and was terrible. Like it was just it was awful. And I just felt like it was just it just didn't make sense. And I I I'm when from the start I knew he was not gonna be a great quarterback in the NFL just because and it wasn't because like I was hating or Whatever, because some people can be great quarterbacks, but you gotta know because it was just like college is a little different from NFL. The NFL got quarterbacks, of course. You got and most of the time. I think it's getting to the age where the pocket quarterback is becoming more popular now. Of course, 
the exceptions are like Russell, I mean, uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is just the exception right now where for like uh, pocket quarterbacks. But even then, he has to turn into a pocket quarterback. Pocket quarterback. Because at first when like I think Colin Kaepernick was in the league, it was kind of like they was going towards like read option and whatever. And then they kind of, it kind of faded away once Colin Kaepernick became a good passer. So it was like eh, it was just a trick after most of the time. But they still won it. They still would run it, but I think now for me it's like with the the teams and or whatever it's like it's really weird now. So I mean the only exception is I think well, Lamar Jackson, but that's like I said, that's the only exception. Everybody else is pretty much pocket quarterbacks, or they just they can make a lot of work with just by moving around. They can move with they're good move they're good they have good movement. Like Tom Brady's like probably the only quarterback in the in history, not in history, but in the NFL right now that doesn't really move like that. Like if he gets sacked, he's gonna get sacked. He's not gonna try to move around and try to make some make some and make extra time. He actually has great footwork to, to speak it of, but he he's one of the quarterbacks where he's not gonna move around and try to run around and try to see if he can get past something. He's gonna pass him off. back shoulder because he like first of all he can't do that. He's not that mobile like that. So he's not gonna do that. So that's A. And B, he's not gonna do he's he's just not the mobile quarterback. And speaking of Tom Brady, they won against the the freaking Packers yesterday. So I mean, and that game was it was actually the crazy thing is you it looked like it was gonna be a straight up blowout. You it looked like all oh, the Packers is cause if they would have beat them, you would have been look everybody would look at the Packers like, oh shoot, they the team to beat. Because this I think this was a big game because right now you got the two top boy, they probably one of the top five teams right now. And the NLC is probably the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Saints, and the Seahawks. And the top four, four teams right now. Those are the top four teams right now. And for me, it's like when you look at that, you look at how they got beat. You like, they got beat dominant. Like the defense, which I, I was respecting the defense, but I saw it on, I, with my eye because I don't really watch a lot of Buccaneers games, but. And that's not because of the Tom Brady, it's just because I don't watch a lot of Buccaneers games. But I watched um, with my eyes. Like, they were, like, dominant. And I said on, like I said on Twitter, the Packers are really not that good, if you want to really speak on it. The Packers really are not that good with physical defense. If you look at the history, the Seahawks, they were not really that good until late, until they start, the Seahawks started losing players. Then that's when the Packers kind of, like, went over the hump and started, finally started beating the Seahawks. But even then... They just could not beat with the Legion of Doom. Shout out to Cam Chancellor and them guys. Man, I wish they were back though, because the Legion of Doom were they was actually one of the best defenses in my in, in my era was one of the best defenses. Cause I was in the era with I had we had the Ravens defense, we had the the Packers, their defense, and then we had the the L O B, the Legion of Boom. So for me, I just I don't know why. I love that team. I love that for their fan base. Even though I hated the Seahawks when they played the Packers, and I really still feel like it was the, the catch against the Seahawks, the fail Mary, the aka the fail Mary, which the ref finally fit, he realized he actually had to have a whole book about it. But and actually, you should read it. I don't know what the book is called, but it's a good book actually. I read it a little bit talking about that that actual play. But for me, yeah, I'm, I'm still pissed off that. Like I still think about that to this day. The fail Mary. Oh my god, I hate that play. Oh my, it was so bad. It was on Good Morning America. If it's a, if your thing gets a Good Morning America, you know it's a bad game. You know that. 
And for me, that was just I, that was just one thing I just hated about that game. But like speaking of that, but yeah, like the Seahawks, like back to the what I'm talking about, the Seahawks. Yeah, their defense was really physical against the Packers, and the Packers had a low scoring game. Ain't up losing that game. Um, then you got the the 49ers, their defense. I mean, last year was physical with them, and then they couldn't do nothing. And then now this year with the Buccaneers defense, they they were really physical. They couldn't do nothing. I mean, and let alone with course we didn't. Uh, you, I'm not gonna give them excuses, but they didn't have Lazard. So I mean, as you could add into that, they didn't. They, they that the Packers didn't have Lazard. So for me, that's a big difference. Didn't have just just should have Devontae Adams because I really feel like. Lazard was the tipping factor of what would make the Packers the Packers and what makes the Packers so unbeatable this year was I think Alan Lazard, but once he got injured with that core injury, it just made it seem like it made him subpar again. And I think that that's what the big difference was with this game too. And two, what was with this game was I really feel like after them set after that second pick, it kind of Aaron Rodgers kind of felt rattled. And he's not I don't think he's not a he's not a He's a perfectionist to a certain extent, but at the same time, I think I felt I felt the same way. Like when he got that second pick, you kind of got like nervous to not throw it again, so he kept on kind of like throwing it low or throw it too far. And you even that pass to it was a pass in the game. I know if you was watching the game, it was a pass he threw right to I think it was right up the middle to uh, I think Mercedes Lewis, and you know for a fact it was wide open. You know for a fact. Aaron Rodgers, if he would have threw that pick, he would have threw it right to him. And I think him second guessing himself, that was the reason too. He got once he got rattled, he started second guessing himself. And as a quarterback, that's one thing you do not want to do as a quarterback, and even as a coach, is second guess yourself. And when you second guess yourself, usually you're wrong because usually your first guess is usually right. So your first guess, okay, I should throw it now. You you should you should throw it now. And then you think you out. Should I throw it now? Okay. No, I don't think I should throw it now. Okay, so I'm throwing now. And he throw it, and then look what happened. It's incomplete. But it was a wide, it was wide open, really wide open. And that's rare for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers usually gets some kind of passes. But that the game was just, it was just, it was eye opening for me. And people, like I said before, it's the end of y'all can go in my comments in my Facebook and my Twitter on the whatever you want to call a podcast, or Twitter and whatever you want to call a podcast. Found my Facebook page and you and then look it up and you can comment in there and tell me if is the Buccaneers the best team in the NFC? Is they? Are they? I mean, for me, I don't think they are. I think the Seahawks are still better, but that's just me. But uh, and Aaron, they actually they I think they have the best defense in the NFC. I think, but offensive wise, I think they still have some inconsistencies. And you can tell well, even when they won a game. They still, I feel like they had inconsistencies because Tom Brady didn't play that well. The defense really won in that game. Just to, and for all the Tom Brady fans, that's why I want to say that. For all the Tom Brady fans, the defense won y'all that game yesterday. The defense is winning y'all a lot of these games. The defense is really good with the Adama Katsu and Jason, Jason Pierre Paul. almost butchered his name again. But yeah, like for what you got them kind of guys on your defense and your defense line. You got good scrappy corners, like I think Dean. I got the guy's last name, but I mean the first name, but it's the Dean, the one that picked it off first time for the pick six. Yeah, like when they have guys like that, like yeah, it's, you're gonna not, you're gonna be really nervous a lot of the time. 
But for me, yeah, like when you, if you want to comment my, on my Facebook and my Twitter, and then or my Instagram, you can go to one or other and DM me and t tell me about that. Do you think if the Buccaneers and go and if you want to, like I said, go to the whatever you want to call a podcast. You can go to my Twitter, you can go to my Instagram, or you can go to my Facebook page and you can comment and comment there and see if you and I might just respond. So yeah, so speaking of all that responding. Uh, the Ravens won. The Ravens won. I'm, I'm, I'm looking really foolish right now. My said, and I, I still believe, I truly believe still that Lamar Jackson is really not that great of a quarterback. He just, he's, he just plays with really bad teams. I mean, and they won thirty to twenty eight against the Eagles. And the Eagles are just speaking of Eagles, all they, they're the worst division. But like you play the Eagles, you're going to win. You're going to win the game, and it was close game. It was a close game too. So that's even weirder on his own. The Browns. Um, losing against the Steelers, the Browns, and I, if I'm, and I hate when they lose, or I hate when this happens, and OGB, OJB, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Like, loses, or he has a temper tantrum, because then it puts a precedent on everybody else and says, "Oh, wide receivers are divas," and I hate that. I really hate that. I, I'm gonna talk about that next episode, though. But man, like, I hate when they talk about. I'm gonna talk to you. I talk about that next episode about the NFL and how they just it's so backwards. And when they talk, when Tom Brady screams, it's like, oh, he's a good teammate. He just hyping the team up. When OG, uh, when OJB, uh, Odom Beckham Jr. does it. Uh, did I say his name? Did I name his initials right? OJB, OBJ. Okay, OBJ. That's what it is. OBJ. Sorry, <laughs> I messed up. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. But um. OBJ, yeah. When OBJ, Oda Beckham Jr. does it, it seemed like, oh, well, he's a diva. He's he's trying to get his way. And then you hear, the, then after that, you start hearing the trade rumors. Man, shut up. I mean, I hate when that happens because it's just like he lost the game. Everybody's lose, going to lose game. And it seems like every time they lose, we bring we hear, oh, trade rumors. Oda Beckham, Beckham want to leave the Browns or something like that, or he should leave. Bruh, they lost one game against a good team, the Steelers. I mean, well, it's not, and they lost bad, but they lost against the Steelers. Okay, get better. It's not the end of the world. And I think Oda Beckham probably feels the same way I feel like. It's like, dang, why is always every time I lose or we lose uh, or whatever, it's trade rumors right away after it. I was like, bruh, it's okay. They they lost. Okay, and I think it's a good team. And I, I can say if they've been losing so far and whatever, of course, I've been okay. Well, Trey Rumors, they need to stay on, but they've been on a winning streak so as of, as of late, and they lost just this game with, against a good team. So I mean, it's whatever, man. Like I hate when people do that because it's just it's so irritating. It's, it's don't understand how football is played. Football is a game where you're gonna lose some, you're gonna win some, and they lost this one. So for me, it's I don't I don't think it's Elder Beckham should get traded or he should leave. He's just to stick it out with the Browns. I mean, because it's it's he gonna start, if we leave now, is he gonna be he gonna turn in one of them on Brown receivers when things go wrong, I'm gonna leave. And look, it's it, it yeah, that's what he's gonna turn into, and I don't want him to turn into because he's actually a good receiver. And he he's gonna be he can be contribute really well in this with if he's on any any team actually. I actually feel like the Packers should have grabbed, grabbed him, but that's nor here or there. We got our team, well, we got our team right now, so I'm not gonna say nothing about that. Um, we got the Lions beating the Jags. The Lions actually pretty doing pretty well. I mean, they beat the Jags though. That's the Jags. 
The Washington football team losing against the Giants. That's a terrible division. I don't really want to talk about that. Sorry, Barry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Washington fans or Giants fans. Y'all are terrible. Um, we got the Jets. Jet, like I said, the Jets, they should fire Adam Gates, but I'm not going to keep on talking about that and waste my voice when they're not going to do nothing about it. The Chiefs and the Bills. That actually was a – I thought it was going to be a good game because the Bills are a really good team and the Chiefs are a really good game. And the Chiefs came out and started blowing them out. And then, I mean, it was a close for a minute. And then the Chiefs did it like the Chiefs do. And they pulled away. And then and it almost looked like the, the Chiefs were going to lose or give up the lead up. But their offense and Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is a genius. He's a magician out there. And he was just pretty much basically just having his way with the Bills defense. The Bills defense couldn't do nothing about it. Every time they tried to blitz, nope, I'm moving around, pass. Okay, you want to blitz? You want to give me opening? Uh, opening in the middle? Okay, let me run this and run for first. It just it just seems like the Bills. I, if I'm a teammate and if I'm a person where I'm watching a game yesterday, I'm frustrated because it's like, oh my god, you cannot get this man off the field. It just seems like he had one bad game. You're like, okay, well that's one bad game, and then he and then he have and he just erases it by winning the next game, and it's like, oh my god, you it just it gets really really irritating. Playing against Patrick Mahomes, he, he's like I said, it was the, it's kind of like how Aaron Rodgers is. You can never kind of like really fool him. Like it's kind of like okay, he's like almost like he knows he's gonna win, which he should know. But it's almost seemed like he knows like I'm better, way better than y'all guys. I'm way better than y'all defense. Y'all don't know. Y'all know the defense can't stop me. So it just feels like for me, it's like bruh, he has that mindset every game, and a lot of love another and. He, I think he's a dark horse. He's starting to creep up for that MVP, though. Starting to creep up him because jo- him losing against Josh, winning against Josh Allen, kind of pulled him up in the rankings. And Aaron Rodgers losing, pulled him up in the rankings. So I think he's right now second right now. It's probably Russell Wilson still number one because he haven't played yet. So I mean, they, I think they're on a bye this week, or they're, they're, yeah, they're probably on a bye this week. So I think yeah, if if the Seahawks come back and they lose, of course I'm going right. I'm putting Patrick Holmes right back up to my MVP again, but I I think for right now it's uh, uh Russell Wilson number one, Patrick Holmes two, Aaron Rodgers three, Tom Brady I think I'll say four, no I'll say five, but uh, Josh Allen four and then Tom Tom Brady is five. Um, but yeah, it's yeah right now I don't I don't see I don't see Russell Wilson giving that up. Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. Right now, so I mean, that's no right there for that, but yeah, they had a buy this, yeah, they did have a buy this week, yeah. So when they come back next week or whenever they play next week, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But and I will see if the Packers can uh rebound too for that loss. They had they play the Texans next, next, so they might be they might recover really fast. No, if the Texans, but yeah, they might recover pretty fast. They play the Texans, so y'all, I mean, before I leave, bruh. Before I leave, I want to always, I like to always say, good luck, y'all. It's quarantine. Uh, I hope y'all doing well on this quarantine. I've been doing these episodes for a while. Well, not for a while, but for a minute. And I hope y'all doing, doing well. But before y'all go, y'all can do even more well if y'all go download the whatever you want to call it podcast on either Stitcher or Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts. You do really well if you do that. But <laughs> I'll see y'all next episode when I get y'all a preview of week seven of the NFL season. And 
We're going to talk about a little bit more of this stuff with the Cowboys and we're going to talk about the Buccaneers and the Packers and Chiefs. All right, y'all. See y'all. Peace.